The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Welcome to the John DePetro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. Eleven oh six on this Thursday, yes, January eleventh. What a day! The end of the reign of Coach Bill Belichick, and also Governor McKee rolls out his plan for the homeless. Who would have thought? New York says we're going to put migrants into schools. What do the McKee people do? We're going to turn strip clubs into homeless shelters. Folks, I kid you not. Panhandling and polls. Hard to believe, but true. That is McKee's Rhode Island that we're living in. Keep in mind, no events, public events planned for today for the Governor McReed. None yesterday. Is he out of town? Is he on vacation? Who knows? But this portion of the program, folks, now, it's so important to to lose weight, especially this is the time. You know, how many people made New Year's resolutions? Folks, the the element of health is so important. By the way, we are early on Facebook. Normally, we do the noon report. This is the late morning, early noon report. Some people may watch it on replay. But it's so important about your health. And what Unique Health does, aggressive weight loss program, unique detox program, detoxing what? Preservatives, additives, appetite stimulants. Learn about the foods, the foods that contain preservatives and additives. We're talking about aggressive weight loss. If not now, then when? Stomach shrinking. Imagine you only eat half of what you're eating and you're not even hungry. Habit replacement, what to eat, what not to eat, when not to eat. Intensive habit habit replacement program and you're in action on day one. Dramatically improve energy, sleep. By the way, your skin will look better. My skin will look, it'll improve your blood pressure, cholesterol, Blood sugar levels, yes. Think of when you see someone who has lost a considerable amount of weight. Look at how the skin has been stretched. Folks, what I'm talking about is Sandra in a free consultation, Unique Health. Right in Warwick, why not call, I post their Facebook page. Sandra and Phil, they're here to help you. This is about changing your life. This is about saving your life, improving your life. Um, we, we feature someone that we have on. You have individuals. <clears throat> no one's ever said, I regret dropping the weight. No, no one's ever said that. No one said, you know, I miss being obese. <laughs> These are other phrases. No one's ever said, you know, I wish Governor McKee was still the governor. No, my point is, folks, unique health. If not now, when? You can do it. Picture your life now. And what I like about the interview with Cheryl is she talked about she looked frumpy. She knew she could look better. She knew her appearance was not what it had to be. And then the before and afters are incredible. Unique health. Remember, it's not a diet change, lifestyle change. 401-269-9155. Look for them on Facebook, Unique Health. Look for them on Instagram, Unique Health. Rapid, aggressive weight loss, Unique Health. Well, folks, good morning. <clears throat> it is the John DePietro Show. You know, I did get a message. Someone um, reached out and said, do you realize how many people are buzzing about the website, DePietro.com? I said, I am aware. Yes, because <clears throat> that does seem to be in action of what's happening. You can read about it, DePietro.com, brought to you by the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Who said lunch? Who said dinner? Who said drinks in the lounge? Anthony Santos did. The Coesed Inn. 
delicious food. I think I may be there this weekend. I'm not sure. Now, uh, the reason I mentioned Petro.com, and I'm going to talk about, so the McKee plan is they're going to set up a homeless village at the Foxy Lady. Gee, what could go wrong? I mean, they, don't, I hope everyone understands, and, and that Stephen Pryor is just a stooge. The fact of the matter is they don't have a plan, right? Panhandling and polls. <clears throat> so, so that's their plan. They're going to get female homeless people and turn them into adult performers. Boy, that panhandling and lap dances, that, that's, that's what's going to solve the housing crisis. No, th- this, is, uh, this is preposterous. It's another terrible idea. By the way, I want to credit, it's the Boston Globe, Rhode Island edition, that broke this story. Um, we, we're not, I, I know we can argue. I'm not going to say, well, what about their business? I mean, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not even thinking that way. But the, what, what's frightening is that they think that, that this is actually a good idea. Now, I posted it because the Boston Globe has a paywall. I posted the most important parts of it on the website, Rhode Island Plan Small Shelters for Homeless at the Foxy Lady Strip Club in Providence. <clears throat> what could possibly go wrong doing something like that? You know, this, McKee, every time I say there's no way they could be more incompetent. Governor McKee somewhere is saying, hold my bear, and then goes out to demonstrate it. So for those that did not see it, I did post it, um, snapshots of it. Rhode Island Department of Housing, uh, homeless shelters, right at the Foxy Lady. They're going to have the Foxy Village, they're calling it. 45 small, one-room structures, free. What incentive are these people going to have to go out and get a job and then, you know, contribute to society? The answer is nothing. Right there. They are called pallets, foxy pallets, large enough for someone to live and also get a lap dance. Pallet community at the Foxy Lady. Single occupancy units. Couples will be allowed to stay in them but they must be in separate beds unless one of the individuals is also a dancer at the Foxy Lady. Pets will be allowed. The House of Hope will have around-the-clock service, coffee, cigarettes, cannabis runs. The state ordered the pallet shelters. They're going to have utility hookups, all free. Where do you live? Oh, I live at the Foxy Lady. Each unit will be 70 square feet. They'll also have VIP pallets for some of the homeless. Screened windows, fire extinguishers, smoke CO2 detectors, electrical outlets, heating and cooling units. The idea is temporary, deployable pallet shelters called the Foxy Village. Emergency winter housing. Could also be used for patrons of the Foxy Lady that want to hook up with some of the performers once they get off work. So there's the McKee plan. Now, let's go to DePetro.com. And I am talking and have sources, obviously, within and around the convention center. Now, someone told me this morning that my posting may scare off what the governor was doing. But make no mistake about it. And, folks, you can read about it right there on the website. First of all, you have the story. McKee claims stayed on high alert for border buses, the Biden border buses. <laughs> the Jessica De La Cruz, the state senator, <clears throat> doesn't understand the difference between a migrant. She thinks migrants are legal citizens. No, they're illegals. <laughs> I still can't get over that. I'll tell you, some of the people I talk to outside of the state that follow the goings on there. Uh, I won't say which presidential campaign, but one of them up in New Hampshire had a good laugh about that one and said, you know, that sums it up right there. When you have the, the, the Senate minority leader that is unaware that when they use the term migrants and she thinks that they're legal citizens. But anyhow, will the convention, will the convention center House the Biden border buses. I mean, that is the word. And I've gotten that. They have been buzzing, you know, and then you can read the story. 
It's on petro.com. You know, I also just want to mention, so we have the story. It's going to be a little bit of a rant at 11.16. You can see, and then they, they, like, why, why would they have showers available? The showers that they have at the convention center, they're the same ones being used in cities housing illegals. So now listen, is this 100%? No, right? But they certainly had a good run through during the Army Navy game when they had all those midshipmen staying there and they realized, okay, this is how this, you know, the only way to really work out um, the kinks, so to speak, of something is you have to do it and then you see what's workable. Okay, we need this. Uh, I'm not saying it's 100%, but I can absolutely, it's being explored that they would have security. You can see the towels lined up, shampoo, conditioner, all the cots, all set. It could stay right there. Um, and I know the feeling is, or they think mistakenly, <clears throat> that you, the people of Rhode Island, would have no problem with any of this. But you can see it at the website, Petro.com. So when I posted it last night, um, I, I forever resent any teacher in a classroom that ever said the following phrase, there's no such thing as a stupid question. (laughs) I, um, without question, have a bias. Anyone that has ever used the phrase, there's no such thing as a stupid question, clearly has not dealt with social media. So let me, um, can you imagine, Patty Ann? So let me just address something. I posted, (laughs) and someone will go nameless, Post the following. Do you know when they're coming? <clears throat> Do I? So we have the story. Number one, the state's on high alert. Number two, convention center. They've already shown they can handle six, 600, 1,000. McKee, right? We'll do our part. We'll house them. <clears throat> so we do the story. Do you know when they're coming? So let me just step back for a moment. The person that asked that. Do I mention in the story on DePetro.com, here's when they're arriving? The answer would be no. I would consider that an important piece of information. Do you know when they're coming? That was the question posed. Give you an idea, insight as to what I have to deal with. Are, Are you implying that I know the answer to that? However, I didn't think, oh, should I have put that information in the story? Like, what kind of question is that to ask? If I knew when they were coming, don't you think I would have posted that? Like, what is wrong with some people? Do you know when they're coming? You know, I do know. I didn't think it would be important enough to put that in. Of course, are you out of your mind? Like, I don't even understand how someone asks a question like that. God, it pushes me to the edge. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that that type of information should go into the post. Oh, should I put when they're coming? Don't you think if I knew when they were coming, I would post that? I go to Young Frankenstein, right? What was the name on the jar of the brain that we put into the Abby something? Abby something. Yeah, I think it was Abby normal. Like, oh, do you know when they're coming? Yeah, I know when they're coming. Uh, They're going to be arriving such and such a day at at this time. I just didn't think that that was pertinent information. Like, it's just beyond me. I'm going to start to, number one, post it more for the subscribers. Number two, I I have to start to ban on stupidity. I have to. Some people are giving me no other choice. Think before you pose such a moronic question. I'm reading all the information. It doesn't say when they're arriving. Do you know when they're arriving? I, I can't begin to tell you how, how annoyed I was in seeing that question. It's much like these people that put, oh, they, you know, these areas have always flooded like that. that. That's absolutely not true. You're missing what's going on right now. The infrastructure is washing away. Now, also this morning, what have I been saying since December? There's no way. Notice McGreed is nowhere to be found yesterday and today. He could be on vacation. 
He went down to Pennsylvania to see Biden and never disclosed he was leaving the state. Before I mention that, I want to just touch on something. I want to stay on track. But, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Just Angels. And I'll tell you, it's night like last night when I see such stupid questions. Do you know when they're coming? Oh, yeah. I just didn't think that if I knew when they were coming, that that would be the most important part of the story. The fact of the matter is that, you know, the mayor of New York doesn't know when the bus is arriving. The mayor of Chicago doesn't know when they're arriving. I'm not saying they even know when they're arriving. But they're, they're on high alert and they're already starting to make contingency plans where they're going to keep the Biden border buses people. The By the way, again, they're illegal. I know they're all using the term migrant. Right? State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. I have no problem with them coming here as long as they're legal. If they were legal... Why Why would the governor of Texas, he would, if they were legal, if they were here legally, the governor of Texas would have, he would have no jurisdiction or right to bust them to New York or Chicago, Rhode Island. I can't believe the mentality. Would, maybe I should believe it, right? When the defense secretary doesn't think it's important enough to mention that in case we're attacked or something significant happens, He's going to be under anesthesia and doesn't even tell the president. Maybe everything's up for grabs. But this portion of the program, of which I I did last night, I was praying and it calmed me down. Just angels, folks. These such valuable keepsakes, and they are. Just angels online, whether it is, it's, it's, it's beautiful. You can buy them for yourself or someone in need. If someone has a pet pass away or a person, or beautiful prayer ornaments uh, for people such as first responders, police, whoever. Gene does such a fantastic job, Just Angels and JustAngelsOnline.com. And I share their Facebook page. Well, folks, good morning at 1123. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. And let me just be very clear. I mean, I'm not, sometimes people say, wow, you seem to be getting, it's just, (laughs) I, 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 like many times when I'm looking at a story, I think I look at what would be logical questions. And when someone asks an illogical question, that's what throws me. So now New Year's resolution is to be a little more patient with that. Thus, that's where the prayer comes in. But I also want to mention now, someone asked me yesterday, with the flooding, they need a plumber. Could you mention who the plumber is that I refer and recommend? It's JMB Plumbing. 401-743-9153, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. They can repair damaged water pipes. They can repair clogged pipelines. They can replace water heaters, as well as all of the plumbing work. JMB Plumbing, JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. Before I um, get back to McGreed and also, I I said in December, through various sources I have, that the the media was carrying out this narrative that the bridge was only going to be a couple of months, meaning the 195 bridge work. And, uh, you know, this goes back to the McKee people where and I I even said it at the time he was saying he was saying whatever it was going to take to just be able to walk away. He didn't want to deal with the media. Uh, Short fuse. The guy didn't even show up. Governor McGreed at that press briefing sent Alvini out. But I spoke to people who said the real dead, like the real deadline. There's a deadline, and then there's a real deadline. The real deadline was Memorial Day weekend in May. Because that's when you get all the traffic that would be going back and forth from to the Cape. So it was my understanding, even the governor of Massachusetts, Massachusetts officials were told they will have it completed by Memorial Day in weekend in May. Now, when I said that, there were some members of the media that were, I won't say attacking, but they were almost like, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. The McKee people are saying it's all going to be straightened out by March. Okay. All right. So the McKee people are saying that. I was just sharing Sources that I have in Massachusetts were told 
The real deadline was Memorial Day weekend. So what do you think was announced this morning? Uh, maybe we were a little ambitious with the three months, meaning it'd be fixed in March. Could go long. I mean, folks, this it's just such a pattern. But I, I want to mention about what, what just happened in the span of basically 24 hours is what's lacking in government. And what I'm talking about is obviously Coach Bill Belichick is going to be exiting the Patriots. You want to talk about high-pressure competitiveness. Um, what have you done for me lately? Attitude on what we're really talking about is achieving success. That's what it's really about. Now, in football, the, the method of measuring success is based on winning the, winning the game in a winning season. But just in the past 24 hours, Pete Carroll, who, by the way, is 72 years old, coach of the Seahawks, gone, still with the organization, but out. Nick Saban, coach of Alabama, resigning. And now Belichick out. So what, what I think should not be lost is, can you imagine, now that is both two cut two. Two pro, two pro coaches, excuse me, even though Carroll had success at USC in college. And Saban certainly, you know, considered Saban perhaps the greatest college coach of all time. And Belichick, 15 ways to win, uh, 15 wins away from going ahead of Shula, greatest NFL coach of all time. And they are not delivering. The three of them, they're not delivering. Why do you think they're making a change in Seattle? Because they feel... That there's someone that would deliver better results for the team than Pete Carroll. Nick Saban is a different story. I think the guy, apparently, his net worth is like $100 million. He's 72 years old. That is a very difficult job being the coach of Alabama. That is like the pro team. You know, when um, in 2016, when, when my middle child, Kate DiPietro, was Miss Rhode Island Outstanding Team, and I was with her at the Nationals they had in Orlando. And you're meeting different parents and you're meeting people from different in the country. And I still remember these people from Mississippi and Alabama who were very, very friendly and got a chance to, you know, meet and talk to and spend time with. But they had no knowledge of the pro game. None. Their football weekend revolved around Saturday. The people in Alabama is their pro team. That's when everything stops. That's they don't even they were saying, so, so now what would be the team closest to you? I said, you know, we're about 25, 30 minutes outside of Foxborough where the Patriots are. Oh, I'm not that familiar with the division. They don't even follow it. Some days they go to church. They don't even follow the pro game. But I view the Saban situation as that. that is a, just a, that. I think it's maybe the toughest job in college football. Right. I mean, it just it never goes away. It's never enough. You win a national championship, the next year you get a repeat. Those people, he, he lost in the Rose Bowl to Michigan. And I, the whole season's considered a failure. He was <laughs> one of the top four teams in the country. And then Belichick. My point is, can you imagine if that type of accountability, because that's what it's about. That type of accountability was applied in government. Look at the border with Biden. This is, it is, it is atrocious. He doesn't fire anyone. They don't improve anything. Nothing goes on. Now let's go to, can you imagine if the Belichick type of accountability was applied locally, right? Governor McKee, who we are saddled with. This is almost bordering on a hostage situation with him and Matos saddled with for the next few years. Sheer, complete incompetence. No accountability. No leadership. Totally unsuccessful. Um, just absolutely running the place into the ground. Right? When, when Biden border buses are threatening to come to Rhode Island, 
packed with illegals. I know they use the term migrants. It's another term for illegals. He doesn't say, well, those people are not citizens. So we're not, we're not taking, he doesn't say that. I mentioned Florida has all these provisions. Total. We're going to make it as unpleasant as possible for illegals to come into Florida. And we're going to make it very clear they're not welcome here. This state does the opposite. Who in their right, look, look at, he was nowhere to be found yesterday, Governor McGreed. I know people say it's it's globe, it's uh, climate change. You had heavy rain. You're, you're not. You're not looking at the problem. As I've said, there's no shortage of money. The question is, what do they do with the money? There's nothing even attempted to work out drainage problems. There's nothing even, it's not even attempted. It's just accepted that certain communities, I I feel so terrible for those people in West Warwick. I feel terrible. I don't even understand in Cranston. Right under the railroad bridge. You mean to tell me there's, there's no engineer or project that could somehow that could solve? I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And the reason I don't believe it is because there are other states that deal with far heavier rain, but they have created and made it a priority for the infrastructure. The bottom line with McGreed is your worries are not his worries. Your priorities are not his priorities. The only thing he cares about is getting reelected and then the people that got him elected helping them make money. That's it. His goals are not your goals or our goals. That's more than clear. So I don't I don't see how anyone could even argue against that. Um, it's it's not even remotely on the same page. And I don't, like I said, I don't even think it's it's debatable. 195, we saw from the very beginning, he, um, <clears throat> he was nowhere to be found. He started couching things in terms of inconvenience. So if someone said, normally when I drive from point A to point B, it takes me 15 minutes. Governor McKee said, well, how long did it take you now? And the person said, well, now it's it's 45 minutes. So then Governor McKee says, so in other words, you're inconvenienced a half hour. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, but, but here's the point. I just want to finish on this. I, um, something, some dynamic has to change, right? Some dynamic has to change where we're watching college NFL football, the blood sport of accountability with coaches and then look at what's going on with the incompetence we deal with in government where where there's there's no accountability folks this portion of the program is brought to you by henry oil now henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 reliable affordable fuel oil delivery residential or commercial they also have budget plans family-run business since 1947 located right in providence henry oil you can find them online at henryoil.com but remember automatic delivery they have budget plans lock and cap pricing serving most of rhode island and southeastern mass you can depend on henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 Carmine, they are just fantastic. They're there for you. Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Governor McKee's solution for the homeless. We're going to put them at strip clubs. Do you know Stephen Pryor, isn't he, he's paid like $250,000? Like that's their solution. Let's take people with drug problems. A lot of the people that are homeless or choose to be homeless or choose not to work who want free rent with these pallets on state land, um, a lot of them are sex offenders. So you're going to take 
sex offenders, drug addicts, alcoholics, people with mental challenges, and now you're going to house them at a strip club. I um, <laughs> I, I uh, I'm not sure I understand the strategy. I'm not sure there is a strategy. The McKee people, and the, the part of that I, I really want to emphasize, folks, is the people in state government, right? Stefan Pryor, the, the, these people, this isn't charitable work. They're well compensated. You know, that's the part that I had a, a disagreement with someone fairly recently. Where they were saying, you know, you got to understand the people working with Governor McKee, they're committed to public service and they're just trying to serve the state. I, I'm like, that, that is ludicrous. They're, they're better paid than many people in the private sector. He has advisors, he has uh, attorneys on staff, he has no shortage of people. All he does is hire people and that's the best they can come up with. We're going to put... We're going to have the homeless live at the Foxy Lady. Who on, was a school unavailable? Like that, that is a, now again, I'm not saying this isn't a matter of, you know, that would hurt their business. It's not even a matter of that. You're not solving anything. All they're going to do is, you know how fast these free pallets are going to fill up? They're going to fill up very quickly. And as soon as these people get into them, Okay, so I get to live here for free, right? I have a pass to go in, in and out, basically living at the strip club. When they're getting their food delivered, they'll just say, you know, well, where do you live? Well, do you know where the foxy lady is? Yeah, well, all right, we're right there. Um, you're, you're certainly, you're not only not solving the problem, you're not even addressing the problem. But what should really, amongst all of, and there will be, but they're starting the Foxy Village, 45 small one-room structures. <clears throat> That's not the end number. That's the beginning number. How quickly do you think those 45 one-room, excuse me, structures are going to fill up? A public benefit to end unsheltered homeless. It's not going to end it. You're expanding it. You have people right now that are paying rent. They may not be crazy about where they live. They get up every day. They take a bus. They go to, you know, a restaurant. They wash dishes. They do some kind of a job. They're not crazy about it. It's not the most enjoyable thing, but it pays and it allows them to keep a roof over the head that contributing to society. What the McKee people are saying is all those people should just quit. Because now... We're going to provide you with these free units. You don't have to work. Not only do you get a free place to stay, we're going to put you at a strip club. They're going to put more pallets. I don't understand this partnership. So McKee is going to now put these homeless villages. From what I understand, this opens the door. Are they going to put them at the Cadillac Lounge? They have state land over by where Club Desire is. So McKee says what we're going to do is we're going to have the homeless live at the strip club. I mean, that's the plan. 70 square feet. They can have TVs. They can have computers, uh, electrical outlets, heating, cooling. And I, I don't that's the plan. I don't, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh boy, is this like, that's, that's high living. I'm saying you, you are, you're eliminating the incentive by providing free housing. Now, these 45 pallets very quickly will turn into 145, right? 145. And then it'll turn into 245. Now, they start very small. What size do you think the next, quote, pallet will be? Well, now they're going to get bigger. And they say couples can stay there and pets. Who's going to want to go to a shelter? Now you're going to have all these people that say, I want the free housing. 
then you're going to have some of the progressives saying, look at this. These people, they're trying to, they have two children and they're all crammed in. You need to make it, right? See, this is where it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Folks, I want to remind you on this Thursday about AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Call them today, 401 323 9252. Frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings. Have you been thinking about doing some painting in your home? Why not? Over the next few months, maybe rehab your basement or garage. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. 401 323 9252. 401 323 9252. Frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings. New homes, additions, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling, they can do it all. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, 401-323-9252. Now, I do want to mention, folks, uh, good morning at 1141. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM on this Thursday, January 11th. You know, I'm not sure. I was uh, flipping around last night. I started off watching, oh, let me just check, Drudge Report. Belichick out as Patriot coach. Disastrous season, 24 years with team. Maybe headed to the Falcons. I don't know about that. You know, I was, um, I, I, one of my brothers is very much into sports. There's talk that I'm not sure Belichick pulls the trigger on that. Because someone who apparently is a big fan of his is the coach of the Cowboys, Jerry Jones. And so the Cowboys, that their coach is not, I don't, I don't, well, let's see how they do. I mean, they're not going to go to the Super Bowl, I don't think. But um, I, I don't know if he goes to Atlanta or if he uses Atlanta as a stalking horse. If he uses Atlanta to set the bar of how much people are going to pay. Belichick needs either one unbelievable season with a team or two seasons, really, to just get 15 wins. Um, two seasons, go somewhere, get the wins, go into the history books. That's the goal. You don't leave. When you need 15 wins to pass down Shula as the winningest coach ever in the NFL, He's, he's not going to leave that on the table. But last night, I was flipping back and forth uh, between Governor DeSantis and Nikki Haley were debating on CNN, going at each other. And then President Trump was having a town hall on Fox News, which I tend to, tended to watch more of that, as a matter of fact. But what I found interesting was that they were taking questions, and President Trump was on his game, and he's so funny in a setting like that to me. But, folks, one of the things he talked about was sanctuary cities and sanctuary states getting cut off. I recognize there's definitely some fatigue. Here's here's the way, and I want to just address this. When it comes to this year's presidential election, in my mind, Biden-Harris is a non-starter. Under under no circumstances would I ever support or could vote for Biden-Harris. I mean, it's just, it's never happening. Biden shouldn't be there. You know, there's still speculation that he may suddenly announce because of his health, he's not actually gonna run, but the clock is ticking on that. He's very stubborn. And there there are polls, whether or not they're accurate, that show that he leads President Trump in Pennsylvania. So I, I, I think the president the first lady, his sister is very involved with decision making and his chief of staff. I think they say, stay right where you are. He's going to remain as the president. But I want to just come back to um, the presidential election on, on the Republican side. By all accounts, you know, we th- there's nothing that shows anything other than President Trump is going to win Iowa. Chris Christie even said that. There's talk within the DeSantis camp that if he does not win Iowa, he's going to exit the race. And he's he's really fallen in New Hampshire. Now, so Iowa is coming up this Monday night. And President Trump certainly seems to have the momentum. 
You then, you have the Iowa caucus, you have the Tuesday, and then the following Tuesday is New Hampshire. Now, it's very possible with Chris Christie exiting the race that Nikki Haley's numbers could bump up even more. But the problem for Nikki Haley, let's just, just for a moment, it's an open primary, much like Rhode Island. What does that mean? It means Democrats can vote in the Republican primary. So even if a number of independents and others cross over and voted for Nikki Haley, let's just say she actually wins the New Hampshire primary, which is not guaranteed, by the way. But even if she did, I just don't, I don't, her road kind of ends there. Because the next two big states are Nevada, President Trump will do well in Nevada, and then her home state of South Carolina. But President Trump is way up in South Carolina. So he's going to be the nominee. So last night, during the Fox Town Hall, President Trump is saying, as soon as I am in office, number one, we're securing the border. Number two, these sanctuary cities and sanctuary states, they're getting cut off. No more of this. No more of this. Folks, something that we, we already look ahead. You watch the panic. Governor McKee has totally set McKee Matos have put us on a path, the state of Rhode Island, of complete destruction. Anyone that thinks it's bad now, I don't think people have a full understanding of what the state would start to look like under a Republican presidency. Governor McKee can't run the state effectively with Biden in office, who he describes as, you know, the greatest president of his lifetime. That's that's pretty insightful. Um, I posted on the Facebook page, Governor McKee, every time you turn around, he's signing a declaration um, like that. That's he's now just the governor of disaster. Every here's a picture of me. We're getting more disaster. Everything that happens, they, they want disaster relief. The Biden people are giving it. I'm not convinced that happens under President Trump because so much of this is poor planning, poor execution, uh, mismanagement. I could easily see under a Trump presidency where they say to someone like Governor McGreed, you're not getting that money. No, you guys had $1 billion to fix your bridges and roads. What'd you do with the money? We, we need money for, the, I had to close the 195, but no, no, no. What, what'd you do with all that money? Do a review, figure out what you did with the money. Uh, under Biden, and because of Raimondo, they're getting all this stuff to prove it. I don't think that happens, right? Governor McKee, President Trump is saying, he's basically will declare war on the sanctuary states. What do you think McKee falls with that? Now, we're not Massachusetts. Right, because of Massachusetts being Massachusetts, because of Boston, they're in a different boat. New York is New York, and New York, even the mayor there, is like, we can't keep having this happening. But it's the trickle effect, right? It's there's no, it's an open border, so they come in. I don't blame the governor of Texas. Okay, sanctuary state, you don't have a problem with it. But the state that would really be behind the eight ball is the state of Rhode Island. Governor McKee is absolutely setting up the state for complete failure. The way things are conducted in Rhode Island are not conducted in other states, right? Hostile business and climate, hostile business and climate, special interest run the place. The amount of abuse that is up there, a bloated budget. That state budget could be cut by $2 billion, state higher, state higher, hire more state workers, hire more state workers. This guy, you watch, he can't even do it now. Who right now, if the election for governor with this fall, who, who thinks that this governor is moving the state in the right direction? No one that I talk to. So, and this is with, he's like got the home team advantage with Biden as president. If you could get, if we could get, which I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I think there's going to be a reckoning. And 
I look forward, like Matos, she will be visibly shaking and crying. President Trump become president. Gay Bamo, right? You want to talk about on the outside looking in. First, you're, you're last in line. Republicans control Congress. You're from the state and none of the things that they campaign on, none of them would be happening. They'd all be overturned. Same thing with Magaziner. I mean, I, I find it exciting. I find it as something to look forward to. I find it as, you know, people in the country, the people that I talk to, very, very motivated for change. And independents are motivated for change. Independents do not want Biden-Harris. No one that works wants Biden-Harris. Listen, President Trump, not every idea he has is great. Okay, but there's no such thing as a perfect candidate. It just isn't. But as far as safety, security, it's not even a choice. It's not even a choice. If if Vivek became the nominee and it was Biden-Harris, I'm voting for Vivek. I, I, the, the, under no circumstances would I vote for Biden-Harris. The, absolutely no way. President Trump does bring a lot of noise. He does bring a lot of chaos. All true. He does stir people up. But it's not even close the direction of the country, the security of the country. I can't stand the incompetent buffoonery that we are surrounded with right now. That's That has got to come to an end. And that's where I'm different than other members of the local media who privately, they would all be supporting Biden-Harris. No, There's not even a doubt in my mind. So... The Rhode Island structure, now they're giving out free housing to these people. They're not even homeless. They're people who choose not to work because they don't work. They don't have rent money. They want. They don't want low-income housing. They want free housing. No. Needs to come to an end. Folks, this portion of the program. Now, I did receive an email from someone that asked me, who's the insurance company that you recommend? Now, that's not a bad question. Shapa Insurance. Call today, free consultation, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Shapa Insurance Agency. Neighbor, partner, friend, how would you like to save money on your auto insurance? How would you like to save money on your home insurance, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational umbrella? Shapa Insurance Agency, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. They're right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Why not call, make an appointment, free consultation, Let's see if they can save you money. I know they can. 401-900-INSU-4678. 401-900-INSU-900-4678. Shoppa Insurance Agency. One-stop solution. Neighbor, partner, friend. Shoppa Insurance Agency. Well, folks, good morning. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It is, um, I have, I, I think today, as much as we knew it was coming, um, in some ways, I'm kind of glad for the Patriots because what's about to happen, it sounds as though they're going to have Coach Belichick go out on a high note. And it sure sounds as though uh, Patriot owner Robert Kraft, who now will have, uh, I don't know who the next coach is going to be. I, I think it I, it could be uh, Gerard Mayo. But but Belichick out. Who will replace Belichick? Here are some names to watch, according to the Boston Globe. I think it's Mike Vrabel. It's um, Gerard Mayo. Let me just see who they Gerard Mayo. 37-year-old linebacker coach. We'll see. Mike Vrabel, just fired by the Titans. Josh McDaniel, I don't think so. Former offensive coordinator who's fired by the Raiders. Jim Harbaugh, head coach of Michigan. That would be interesting, but he would want a lot of money. Harbaugh has a 10-year deal at Michigan worth $125 million. I don't think that's happening. Ben Johnson, the most intriguing, the Lions offensive coordinator. Hmm. Brian Flores. Former Belichick assistant, current Viking defensive coordinator, serious head coaching candidate once again. He played at Boston College. Shane Waldron, 
deep roots in New England. Played at Tufts, assistant at uh, Buckingham Brown, Nichols, UMass. Two stints on the Patriots staff, offensive coordinator for the Seahawks. I don't think so. Frank Smith, Mike McDaniel gets the lion's share credit for the Miami offense. He's the offensive coordinator for the Dolphins. I don't think so. Brian Dayball, former Patriot assistant, deep roots in New England, currently head coach of the Giants, had stops at Alabama and Buffalo. I don't think so. Um, so, but that will be the news of the day. So, as much as it was, you know, it was kind of expected and it was coming, um, there's still an element of that that I think is, um, is uh, that people will feel. Like, wow, it's really over. The Belichick-Brady era and dominance of excellence is over. And I think, you know, a lot of people on the outside don't realize the true ties that Rhode Islanders, people in the state, have to the Patriots. Number one, proximity to Foxborough. Many people realize at one time, Rhode Island had the largest number of uh, season ticket holders. So much easier to go to from Providence to Foxborough than from, you know, if you're in the city of Boston. That's number one. Number two, like many of you, I can remember when Bryant, uh, Bryant, now university, but they used to be the summer home for the Patriots. That's where training camp was. When I used to do some summer um, radio shifts at JMF, their station in Smithfield, I can remember seeing uh, Steve Grogan up there. That was a big deal. That was incredible. I remember when, you know, went to another level when Bill Parcells was the coach. But the Patriots, the players, think of that. The players used to stay in the dorms at Bryant. And Bryant used to have training camp for the New England Patriots. Until, you know, Kraft turned Patriot Place into a mini city and realized the amount of money they could be making if everything was held right there in, uh, in Foxborough. So... Um, but what I um, come back to is um, the one thing about Belichick as a coach, it was all about accountability. It was all about accountability. And, hey, look at they let Brady leave. Um, okay. I'm seeing right now. Uh, there will be no questions taken at the press conference. Kraft and Belichick will issue statements. Kraft will be available late this afternoon for questions. So, but um, but the thing about, I mean, I, I still can't get over that they let Brady leave thinking that he was all done. Brady wanted $25 million to, to stay as uh, quarterback of the Patriots. Um, Belichick gets paid $25 million. Tampa Bay was willing to pay Brady the $25 million. Letting Brady leave was a mistake, but Belichick was always, it's about the next game. It's about the next year. Um, football's the ultimate, what have you done for me lately? Somebody's hurt, next, next man up. That's how it goes. Next, next man up. Somebody goes out injured, get him off the field, and get somebody else in that position. That's how they operate. That level of accountability, and we remotely don't have anything close to that. All right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. Next hour, our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd, you're going to hear him on the radio show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And then coming up at 1 o'clock, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Two more hours to go of the radio show. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Folks, stick around. Much more ahead on the other side after WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.